The clock is ticking. The stakes are very high and they are rising still. Everywhere we look right now, we see warning signs of major changes in America and none of it is good or very, very little of it is good. If you have any doubt about where the globalist Democrat party wants to take us, just listen to recent messages from Biden and his entourage of puppets and puppeteers. Is America finally beginning to understand the significance of these messages? Soon, really soon, we will find out. Every day that goes by seems to be bringing us closer to the brink of annihilation. But the assault on our great republic is finally starting to create a stir. Finally, the floodlights are being shown on the darkness of the fraudulent and evil Democrat Party, the rogue regime. The real message that needs to get out is this. We have a job to do in 22, and that job is to once and for all secure our nation. You're listening to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip. Unity must always be our chief goal, but not unity at all cost. We must have unity without compromise. Now, let's face it, for way too long, Americans have been sitting in silence and walking in darkness as our nation is being silently rent asunder by cunning politicians whose goal it is, is to collapse our republic from within. That's what they are actively striving to do right now. The works of evil have been in play ever since the fall of mankind, but so often it seems like evil wins out. Every now and then, however, a return to something really good takes place. And that usually happens following something really bad. And so it was with the newly founded United States of America. And so it could be in our present time as well. But we must realize the fact that something very bad and very evil is now happening in America. I suspect that we have just had it too good for too long. And because of that calming uh, or pretentious calming, uh, because of our the deceitfulness of our riches, we have soon forgotten about the evil that has been creeping its way back into American society for decades, or perhaps we haven't forgotten about what's happening. It has happened so subtly that we never really paid attention to it, at least not in any serious way. And it was not until Donald Trump actually ran for office that we finally began to have an idea of how far the domestic enemy has come in carrying out this coup. 
I mean, imagine what would have happened if Donald Trump had not been elected or as our 45th president. There's a very good chance we would be a socialist nation right now as we are living our lives. Under the conniving regime of Obama, who really was an imposter, we don't believe that he ever was an American citizen. I have seen the evidence of that, and it appears definitely to be true. Obama was a terrible imposter, and under his reign, what happened? America's decline escalated very rapidly. I mean, look back at every single action that Obama took, and if you followed each action to its end point, what do you see? You see that each action did something to a great extent or to a lesser extent, but every single action of Obama accomplished a weakening of our empire. And it wasn't accidental. It wasn't because Obama was an incompetent imbecile. It was because he infiltrated our government and was determined and still is determined to destroy us. Obama was nothing less than a Trojan horse who is still doing his damage because we lacked the courage or somehow otherwise failed to take him out. And let me make it clear, Obama should have been taken down a long time ago. He should have faced a military tribunal for treason, but I suppose to be a traitor, you have to belong to a country, right? And that is why I call him an imposter. We failed, we, or were we just too blind, perhaps, by our own riches, by our own complacency to see what he was doing? We were asleep. But then came Donald Trump, this businessman extraordinaire, and he did expose them. He did expose Obama. He called them out. And look, I mean, look at what happened to him. He has suffered greatly for it. We have to give him credit for that. But he never quit. Now, say what you want about this man's mean tweets or about his New York problem-solving style, about his imperfect past, and even about his pushing for the fake vaccine that he believed in his heart would rescue us from a man-made pandemic. Now, he was wrong on the vaccine, and I think he knows it. But Donald Trump was a gift from God to us. Remember that God has used many weak, many incompetent, many imperfect people to accomplish God's great purpose. And all it does is shows us the absolute power of God. Now, God can do things through even us, however humble we may be, however imperfect we are, however incompetent we perceive ourselves to be. God can do something really good with it. And I believe that he did that with Donald Trump as our president. I mean, let's face it. Donald Trump did nothing but defend Christians. And he supported wholesome projects. He supported good things 
that would elevate the status of all Americans. And he deserves credit for what he did, does he not? He lowered taxes. He bolstered the economy in an amazing way. He rectified foreign relations disasters, and he supported the middleman of all races. He made no distinction between any color of skin or any group of people, but he defended them. And he always appealed to God and to the Constitution. So Donald Trump, I believe, has been on a journey, and I believe that God is influencing him in a good way. And he did good things. It is almost as if God gave America a second chance. He gave us a second chance to set things straight despite our slothfulness that arose from the false security of riches and despite our actual falling away from God as a nation. We have to own that. We have to acknowledge the fact that as a nation, we have failed God in a mighty way, in many ways, and we need to speak up and return to our roots. And maybe it's time right now to actually search our own souls and ask ourselves what we really want. And then ask ourselves, how bad do we really want it? Because I'm telling you right now, if we don't do something to change the course of American history, America will soon be gone. In the past several years, look at what has taken place. This country has been literally given into the enemy's hands, and that was done without any real fight. And because of our own stupor, now that domestic enemy does not even attempt in any way to hide their real agenda. The Obama regime believes that they are actually invincible. They have full confidence. There's no doubt in my mind, they have full confidence that their wickedness will prevail. And they do believe that they will take us down. They also believe that what they are doing is good. And they call all of their wickedness good. And they call anything of true, genuine goodness, evil. Our world has been turned completely upside down. Now, I personally would like to believe that these people are wrong. They're way off track. As a military man, I would like to think that there are consequences to evil actions against our own people. And it makes no difference at all to me if that action must be taken against our own government. I do not worship government. I worship the living God. And therefore, because of my worship of God, I can truly love my fellow man. I can love my fellow man enough to risk my life even on his behalf. And I am willing to do that.
Can you just imagine how strong a nation we would be if everyone cherished that same sentiment? We would again be a very powerful nation and a very good nation. But of course, not everyone does cherish their fellow man or love their country or love or serve the one true God of this universe. I mean, the roughly one third of the nation that now still supports our evil government, they are called crazy by most of the others, most of us. But rest assured, no, they are not crazy. They are very sane, intelligent, and very evil. How can anyone ever draw any other conclusion from what these tyrants say and do? It's getting harder. But I'd like to share with you a few highlights to really drive the point home because you must recognize these things that they are saying and doing for what they really are. They are direct threats to our way of life and to our liberty. Do you remember on April 5th at the press conference where Jen Psaki commented, everyone is going to have to take a hard look. Everyone is going to have to take a hard look at where they want to be at this moment in history as we're working at efforts across the country to prevent people from being able to exercise their fundamental rights. Wow. Did you catch those words? Saki is speaking on behalf of President Biden. And of course, Biden, when he speaks, however much he may fumble, he is speaking on behalf of his puppet, likely Obama, and perhaps other puppet elites. But what did Saki say? They are working at efforts. This is actions. This is actions that they are taking. And that means they are actively doing things to take our way, our freedom. Nothing is accidental with, with what we're seeing right now. Most recently, the destruction of our food processing plants, for example. Look at the pattern across the country. This is a planned attack, very likely sponsored by George Soros, because that's what the monster Soros does, is creates tyranny in every free society. But Jen Psaki says that they are working at efforts across the country to prevent people from being able to exercise their fundamental rights. Now, that's called communism. That is the globalist agenda. You have no rights. It means you are a slave again. And if they have their way, that's exactly what we will be. Now, these words that Jen Psaki spoke should have instantly triggered a revolution of the people. But that did not happen, did it? We are not in a revolution, at least not an active revolution. Why did Jen Psaki think, or maybe she knew, that she could get away with saying those words before the American public? Does she believe that we are still asleep? 
Or does she think we are not paying attention to those words? Or is it because Americans are too afraid? You know, we've been living in fear of a little virus for how long now, right? We live in fear of everything that might in some way affect our own skin. Although we have had viruses for centuries and for millennia, as long as mankind has been around under the sinful fallen world, we have suffered from viruses and from bacteria and from all kinds of other trauma just in, in the course of our everyday life. But we have been living in fear. And maybe Americans are just too afraid to pick up on those words that she stated that our government is actively working right now to enslave us. Well, I can't accept that. I cannot accept it. And I don't think it's because all Americans are too afraid. Just look at what happened uh, to the January 6th freedom supporters who went to D.C. to legally petition their government about grievances. Now, these people are American heroes who are being persecuted, abused, tormented, in our own gulags. How does that happen? I keep asking the question, why have they not been rescued yet? When I hear words like we are working across the country at efforts to prevent people from exercising our fundamental rights, I say, and so does every true-blooded, red-blooded American patriot, those are fighting words. Those are absolute fighting words. Our government has declared war on we the people. And the people who went to protest against the government, according to the First Amendment, writes, they are in prison in D.C. They are in a gulag being tortured as if they were less than prisoners of war, they, as if they were the worst criminals you could ever imagine. They have no rights. And that's not at all surprising to me, because what does our current government regime do? They completely, completely ignore the Constitution. They want Americans to forget that we have a Constitution the Constitution of the United States of America is, in fact, their primary target. They aim to take it down. They have said in multiple ways, we don't need the Constitution anymore. It is obsolete. What America needs, they say, is to listen to us, the government. We'll tell you what to do. That's our job. And you obey us. That's your job. Now, that's what they say. And I say those are fighting words. I am ready to take up arms against my government. And every true-blooded American should feel that same sense of repugnancy against these terrorists who have infiltrated our government. We now do in fact, have a Second Amendment scenario playing out in America right now. 
So that was April 5th. Now, on April 18th, if you recall, again, Jen Psaki defends the transportation mask mandate after a federal judge nixed the mandate, said it was not constitutional, right? And do you remember what Saki said? Well, she said probably what we expected. Oh, this is obviously a disappointing decision, right? Of course, it would be dis disappointing to a government that wants to dictate everything over you. And why was it disappointing to Jan Saki? Because everyone with half a functioning brain now knows that masks do not work. That was known before the pandemic. And to those of us who were somewhat awake, it was known that nothing had changed. You who are wearing masks are doing something that is absolutely foolish, nonsensical, but worse than that, you are complying with terrorists. That's called aiding and abetting, isn't it? You are aiding and abetting the enemy. But Jen also says that the Department of Homeland Security, right? She said the Homeland Security Department and the CDC are reviewing the judge's ruling and DHS, Department of Homeland Security. Excuse me, Jen, could you explain what you mean by that? What in the world does the Department of Homeland Security have to do with masking on airplanes? Please explain it to me, Jen. And the CDC, why recommend worthless masking only on public transportation? I mean, are buses and planes and trains somehow some kind of a viral magnet? Do they attract viruses so that they are infiltrated with viruses? No. So why does the CDC keep wanting to extend their mask recommendations for public transportation? Isn't it obvious? Because they are paid to do so, first of all, and because they think that we are stupid and will follow. And sadly, Tim, to some extent, that is true. I mean, here in Oregon, people are still wearing their masks. When I travel to other states, to Texas recently for a freedom conference, I saw a few people still wearing masks. In Arizona, where it's very hot and humid right now, or not humid, but very hot, some people are still masking up when they go out in public. And I still see people out running wearing masks, and I still people, I see people in their cars driving wearing a mask. So some people, I guess, are stupid. And so maybe Jen Psaki is justified in thinking that we are that stupid. But the great majority of Americans are now waking up. And let's be honest, the mask has become an evil symbol. The mask or facial diaper is not only worthless from a medical perspective, it is no viral barrier. But the mask and the wearing of a mask is the new swastika. Let's call it that because it is and forever will be a symbol of submission to a rogue government. And so anytime I go out in public and I see someone wearing a mask, I say there is someone who would turn me in to the secret police 
to the Nazi police who are out trying to get us, especially us as medical doctors and as patriots who are spreading disinformation, otherwise known as the real truth, the real facts. The swastika wearers are those who would gladly attack you and I, because if they are still duped, these people are hopelessly brainwashed. She cited also the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and she cited that the Omicron BA2 subvariant uh, that is nothing more than a common cold and whose transmission is completely unaffected by masking. Ask yourselves, why would the CDC want to encourage us to continue to wear masks on public transportation? It makes no sense until you think in terms of evil, and then it makes perfectly good sense. Please, we must recognize it for what it is. And then please don't forget the significance of Biden's New World Order comment on March 21st. He this was given at a business roundtable speech. And what did our demented Joe Biden puppet president say? He said, our strategy has worked and I think it's still working. And then he goes on and makes a number of false claims about unemployment being down and the um, economy grew to its strongest peak in 40 years. And we reduced the deficit, he said. He, he's making all these ridiculous claims that have no substance of truth whatsoever in them. It is pure propaganda and is, it is the exact opposite of what's happening but some people will accept it. Some people will accept it and realize not that we are proceeding with the globalist agenda. And now what do we have? We have a global problem of inflation in America and in other countries. And right here, what kind of problems of inflation are actually promoted by the actions of the Democrat Party, the rogue government. While we have solar and wind and battery companies that are thriving, but everybody else is failing. And what did Biden say? What was his comment then? He concludes, there's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world into doing it. Now, he could not have spoken any more plainly. Now, Joe Biden did not come up with those words. Joe Biden was fed those words. And despite his progressive and uh, seemingly pretty severe dementia of an Alzheimer's type, he was able to get those words spewed out of his head. And he said, there's going to be a new world order out there. And we, speaking about we, the Americans, uh, the American people, the American nation, we have got to lead it and we have got to unite the rest of the world, the free world, into doing it. Now, that's a true statement that he was saying. That is their agenda. That is what they are seeking, a new world order, the Great Reset. And he says, America has to, to toe the line and follow along. 
We have to give up our freedoms, as Jen Stocky said. We are trying to convince people to give up their God-given individual rights because we want to enslave you. They are telling us point blank what they are doing, and we still have not yet had a call to arms to be initiate the Second Amendment and a second revolutionary war as we should be doing. Now, I understand what I'm saying here. I understand to a lot of people, this sounds almost irrational. What do you mean? Take up arms against our own government? That's exactly what I mean. And that is exactly what the founders of our great nation meant when they gave us a second amendment and stated that this was essential to maintaining liberty in our country. And now is the time, good people. Now is the time to wake up because they are aiming to take away our free world. Our children already don't know what it's like to live in a free world. Remember, the young children are living in fear. They are tormented in schools. They have been beaten over the head with all kinds of Marxist doctrine like the critical race theory. They are constantly living in fear in masking. And I speak with all these pediatricians who tell me their private stories about how children are literally shaking in fear when they are asked to remove a mask for just a physical examination for a few brief seconds in a clinic. This is the evil that is prevailing in our world. But Biden says we've got to unite the rest of the free world into doing it. I'm sorry, but I oppose it. Say what? Give up my freedom? Do you know the cost that was paid in America to maintain our freedom? They want us to unite the rest of the free world to give up that freedom. Yes. And that is what the one world order and the Great Reset is all about. That is the agenda of the World Economic Forum. Surrender everything you have to the state, own nothing, and they tell you you will be happy. Only an absolute fool could believe that. I'm going to take a short break, and then I'm going to come back and talk about some victories that we are now seeing. I believe that the front is moving forward. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Along with a healthy immune system, clean air is vital for optimal health. According to the EPA, we spend 90% of our time indoors, where germs are most concentrated. It's essential to clean indoor air. Genesis is the only technology that quickly, safely, and effectively kills pathogens both in the air and on surfaces in seconds, reducing the viral load in any environment. The powerful, well-built Genesis Fogger produces a dry, ultra-fine mist using HOCL, which occurs naturally in our own immune systems. We'll be living with airborne diseases in the future. New viruses and antibiotic-resistant superbugs are no problem for Genesis. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Visit genesisfogger.com. America Out Loud listeners receive a 15% discount with promo code OUTLOUD at genesisfogger.com slash outloud. 
the spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America out loud. Now we invite you friends to invest some of your time with our magnificent family of experts, their minds and voices. It's all back at AmericaOutloud.com. Liberty and justice for all. Look, I'd like to make a rocket science out of it, but I can't. Povidone iodine nasal sprays work by reducing the viral load, reducing the viral burden, and making it easier for your body to overcome all these airborne pathogens. Do yourself a favor. Check out the banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and use the promo code OUTLOUD to stay protected and get 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve Latou. Please remember that this show does air at 12 and 5 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday, Eastern Time. And then it goes to podcast. And you can access all of my former podcasts and my weekly columns on AmericaOutloud.com. Go to our team and find there, along with a list of other great patriots whom I really hope that you will check out. You should check out because these folks have some good points and good messages that you need to hear. And I say that because America is at war and we need to win and fight this war. We need to win it or we will not exist. But you know what? The writing is on the wall and it's been on the wall for a while. I know what they are trying to do to my country. They will destroy us if we allow it. All we need to do is nothing. But guess what? Americans are waking up and starting to do something and a lot of some things. And we are finally actually beginning to see some strong victories. We're seeing some really good things happening. And because of you, perhaps, and other great patriots, the enemy is starting to face some real major losses. Now, before I get into that, Remember that most recently, Biden's regime has set the stage supposedly for World War III, right? Going into Ukraine with this war. But what is really happening there? And who is really in charge? And who is holding whose hands? That's what we need to figure out. And I think that some of us really have. Now, nobody can argue that the Ukrainians are taking a beating. But they're also seeing a lot of victories themselves. But does anyone really care? I mean, does China care about Ukraine per se? Does Russia really care about the Ukrainians? And does the United States really care? Do you think that the Democrat regime cares about Ukrainians? Well, no, certainly not the government of these countries, because they constitute the new devil's triangle. They are in league together, and perhaps the everyday people who do all the suffering under oppressive care, uh, uh, under the oppression that they are facing in Ukraine, they care about the innocent uh, the innocent people in Ukraine, those of us in other countries like China and Russia and the United States, if they are patriots, uh, and nationalists, they care about the innocent people who are being killed in Ukraine, but the dictators don't care one bit. People are expendable. Life is cheap. And death, remember, death is a welcome element of population control. 
So it's just an added plus that we're losing Ukrainians in this war and Russians. Remember, a lot of Russians are losing their lives in this war. America's chief enemy is domestic. It is not foreign at this time. And that domestic enemy and domestic imposter is sitting comfortably in a stolen position on Capitol Hill. The Biden regime is a greater threat to us than China, than Russia, than Iran, and than North Korea. All of the harmful events that are now causing Americans to finally start suffering a little bit are being caused by the illegal puppet president who has been controlled by a globalist panel of elites. Okay, is Obama really the chief puppeteer? Well, I think very likely. See how Obama has suddenly come forward as Biden turns to political mush because of his brain disease. Absolutely nothing are they doing to benefit America. They are only doing harm, only evil, only things that weaken America. And if they have their way, they will destroy America. But this is the most, this is not the end of the story. This is just the beginning of the story. Just as the Bible says uh, in Romans 24 on the Olivet Discourse, this is the beginning of woes, but the end is not yet. And we can still turn these woes around. And I believe fully that we can and will win this war. There's no doubt about that in my mind. And what victories are we seeing right now? Think about it. Put yourself on the front, a battlefront, and it's, of course, an invisible one because it is being fought, fought uh, among the globalists versus the nationalists. But And so there's no north and south front line, but we do have a front line of war. And we are seeing victories on the front line. I mean, take a look. CNN is crashing, right? Twitter is returning to free speech, finally. Or so I hear we have yet to see the final outcome of this, what will Elon Musk do as owner of Twitter? I don't know. And frankly, I don't plan to go back to this communist regime. I don't have full faith in anybody that does not fear God and love their country completely. And what else? Look at what's happened with the Roe v. Wade decision that might actually be turned over despite the fact that this was leaked information. Of course, they're going to try to expose it to put our, uh, our Supreme Court justices in fear into a state of fear so that they might change their minds about things. And I say that this is good. This is a test of character. I mean, if our Supreme Court justices are truly weenies, they will fold and cave and give in. Okay, and the fight will go on. But this is a time of testing of their souls and ours because we are fighting for justice and something for right. We are fighting for the lives of those innocent, the most innocent of all people, those children who have yet to be born, who are living in the womb, the most dangerous place to live in America and in the world. But good things are happening. Disney stock has plummeted. I am thrilled. Righteous and wholesome Americans are finally saying they have had enough. Disney is no longer what it used to be. It has become a cesspool of propaganda. 
and sexual perversion, and they intend to take captive our children and funnel them into their filthy, demonic world of pedophiles and sexual perverts. Yes, the LGBTQIA movement is a sick, perverted, filthy movement. Sexual perversion is not okay. God says so in plain Hebrew and Greek, and we need to heed that. And look, another victory. Masking is finally gone. I am going to be able to fly on an airplane for the first time since all this nonsense west went down. I can finally travel on the airlines again. Masking should never have happened in the first place. Remember that. So says the real science. And every mandate that was put forth was a criminal act. And that is what happened when I was taken down. I spoke up against a criminal act. And so says the Constitution. I have never worn to this day a mask outside of an operating room when I was about to cut on someone in surgery and I will never wear a mask outside of any other setting. If we ever allow a fraud like Fauci to have his way again with facial diapers or any other conniving propaganda such as lockdowns or uh, the fake vaccines that Fauci is putting forth, then you know what? We deserve what we get. And yes, we are seeing it. Death rates are way up. Um, among the general population, uh, among those who took the vaccines, the so-called vaccines, remember, they are not a vaccine. So let's be sure to never comply with lawless mandates ever, ever again. We need to enjoy our restored freedom. We are seeing victories right now, and we have to continue to be willing to fight for it because I'm telling you, a lot of people have suffered to put forth the truth. And I've been with the, many of these people across the United States. We're seeing another victory. There's an election fraud battle that's heating up right now because of the midterm elections. We recently saw the prosecution of another voter fraud criminal, and it's proceeding right now. Uh, Sherkia Hawkins, the Democrat clerk from Southfield, Michigan, is finally being tried on six felony counts for editing hundreds of ballots. Of course, you won't hear any of this on mainstream media because they were complicit along with all the other Democrat politicians. And don't forget, also, they were supported by many of the Republicans. And that is absolutely disgusting. But the fact is, mainstream media is failing miserably themselves. Look at CNN. The world does not need them anymore. News is not news if it contains no truth. And look at what Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, says. He produced an 88-page report detailing voting machine corruption and he's exposing a cover-up for the absolute worst crime ever committed in American history. This is treason beyond anything imaginable. 
there is a chance that some criminals might yet go to prison for voter fraud. And remember, this is not just voter fraud. This is treason, and treason is punishable by death in certain circumstances, okay? So we need to keep in mind how serious this is, and we must rid ourselves now of any kind of a hackable voting machine. We have to be on paper ballots. We have to have positive voter IDs with facial photos that can be recognized, and there must be no voting by criminal aliens. We have to keep awake and be vigilant during this whole election process coming up. And when we see something that doesn't look right, we speak up, we sound the alarm, and we do not allow ourselves to be pushed out because of alarms such as, oh, broken pipes, water pipes. Well, forget that. Swim if you have to, but don't leave the building. Watch and be vigilant. And when you see crimes happening, do whatever it takes to stop them. This is what we must do. More good news, more victories. Look at the, how the Biden crime family is being now blatantly exposed. I'm excited about that. It absolutely needs to happen. Hunter Biden's laptop is now about to be released, right? It will tell us what we already know. I mean, everybody knows what a scumbag, what a weasel is Hunter Biden and how his father was partaking of it, colluding with it. We know what has happened. And we know that the son takes after the father. With all his corruption, with all his perversion, his lewdness and his self-gratification, the Biden crime family is all about themselves. But look, we have now some outstanding American patriots running for office in midterm elections. And I would really like to highlight Carrie Lake. She's a great example. Carrie Lake is running for governor of Arizona. And let me tell you, this woman is a powerhouse. Look at what she has said about border policy. She will finish building that big, beautiful wall that President Trump began. Remember that an estimated 18,000 illegal immigrants will cross our border every day when Title 42 ends, if it ends. How many criminals and spies and radical Muslims and terrorists and insurgents from all over the world will be entering our country each day? This is not an accident. This is the actions of our own oppressive government regime. This is a Second Amendment process, a scenario that we are seeing playing out. We must not allow it to happen. Carrie Lake, who I believe will be the governor, the next governor of Arizona, says that we will have election integrity. We will have voter ID on all pre-printed paper ballots, one person, one vote, no hackable software. Exactly what we need. Carrie Lake says that the government mandates will be gone forever. Never again will we face any form of such government mandates as we saw with the COVID pandemic. 
Kerry Lake promotes medical freedom. She said, she literally said, and I quote, stop agreeing to swabs up your nose, shots in your arms and masks on your face. Do not comply. Now, this is the kind of leadership that we need in our government. And this is the type of person that we, the people, would like to elect to represent us because this is our government, not theirs. Carrie Lake is a patriot through and through. She will be the next governor of Arizona. Now, we are seeing a whole heap of victories, and I anticipate that we're going to see a whole lot more in the coming months. The Dems, the communist Dems, the globalist Dems are tripping all over themselves. They make us think that there's nothing we can do about anything, that they are going to take us over, implement the Great Reset. They will do everything they can to make us believe that there's nothing we can do about it, so we need to step in line. That is the nature of propaganda. Do not believe it. Do not comply. Resist and fight it. Every Dem in Senate voted in favor of firing unvaccinated workers, which is an unconstitutional act. And if they don't know that fact, then they don't belong in Congress. Dems were all in favor. Are, they are all in favor of both abortion and infanticide. Elderly mercy killing, which is geriatricide, they want that too. Remember, it's a slippery slope. They all, all of the Dems promoted the genocide from a planned, man-made, Fauci-touted uh, genocide. Uh, it was a plan to kill off a significant portion of the world population. And now Biden is on the Cranbrain Trail. Oh, boy. Again, making a complete fool of himself. And I love seeing it because he's helping to take himself down. The Democrat Party is a party of frauds, a party of wicked demons who are doing their best to promote their evil to take us down. But let me tell you, they are facing a resistance that has only just begun. And I'm speaking to you today because I want to encourage you to be an instrument of that change to be the patriot that you would like have living next door to you when all hell breaks loose because things are beginning to change. Patriots are taking a stand. And if you're asking as a patriot, as a devoted nationalist who actually does fear God and love your country, you might be asking right now, what can I do? What can I do? Well, let me share a few action points with you. I mean, if you're just sitting at home and saying, well, I'm old, I'm 85 years old, what can I do? There are things you can do. For example, you can dump Google and use a different search engine because remember, Google is censoring us. Try to find anywhere my speech of the political rally on November 7th, 2020. Good luck finding it. YouTube took it down and finding it on a search will do you no good if you're searching in Google. Another thing that you can do as a, as a simple 
prerequisite, just a simple step of resistance is determined to get the real news. Use the conservative platforms that are now becoming common knowledge and not only watch the true news on the conservative platforms, but spread the real news around. Don't assume nobody wants to hear it because I'm telling you, everybody wants to hear it. And then stop feeding the enemy. We've got Disney. If you're still supporting Disney, you are funding the enemy. If you are buying made in China, and I know it's extremely hard not to buy made in China, you are supporting a dark regime that is killing their own people, eagerly killing their own people. There is no human sacrifice that is, 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 precious, not, is precious to them. They, they would sacrifice anybody. And then don't be afraid to speak up. Take a stand for what you know is the right thing to do. And then by all means, please get out there and vote. All conservatives need to vote and avoid mail-in ballots that can be stolen and manipulated, if at all possible. Become active also in policing the voting process and immediately report irregularities. These are all things that you can do. We all have to do something. We all are in a fight for our country, whether you like it or not. There is a war going on. And we have to understand that when we are at war, what do we do as soldiers of a war? We defeat the enemy. If I may be ever so blunt, we, our goal is to kill the enemy. That's what I did in the military. That's what our goal was as a soldier, to destroy the enemy. Because if we don't, they will destroy us. And God has given us the avenue to do that. Remember that in Romans 13, the purpose of government is to protect the innocent and to push, punish the wicked. And when you are fighting as a soldier, defending your country, that is not taking personal vengeance. That is acting as an instrument of God's justice. Remember, we are if we destroy our enemy, we save millions and millions of lives, even across the globe. So please, we need to join that fight. This year, the year 2022 is flying by, and we have only until election day to save our country. Are you doing your part? If not, please, I implore you, now is the time. It's a little late in the game, but it's not too late. I've hinted at this many times. I've stated it indirectly, but let me just state it plainly today. If we do not secure our elections, then we have only one other way to restore American freedom, and that is by fighting another revolutionary war. And I don't want that. Any military man who has tasted the wrath of war, hates war. And so do I. I'm right with them. But if we do not protect our borders, then millions of criminals will be added to our voter pool. And which way do you think they will vote? 
And if we fail to shield our children from the demonic influences of public schools and Disney enterprises, and if we don't shield, the, shield them from the drag queens and the LGBT derelicts, then our children will be forever lost. They will be taken captive and destroyed. And that is our future generation. This will be the end of America and our free republic as we know it, as we have known it. So I implore you, please join the fight. Remember that a nation without voter integrity is but a slave nation. A nation without borders is no nation at all. And a nation without a Christian standard will always and forever default to a state of tyranny and frightful human oppression. Yes, I'm asking you to please open your Bible and start reading. We don't want to go there. We don't want to be a slave nation. We don't have to go there. And we shall not be defeated if we only choose to fight this war. This is our time, and you can make all the difference in the world. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip, reminding you that we have a job to do in 22. We must, absolutely must, secure our nation. Let's do it, shall we? Adieu.